Hey guys, welcome to the podcast, the expression. My name is Ayuma. Thank you so much for following. Thank you for sharing, and thank you for being part of this journey. Before I begin on the first episode today, I thought it would be wise to talk about why I created this podcast. I mean, I want to give you a reason to listen the first time and stay and stay and stay and support and invite your friends to listen more and be part of the podcast actively. So first of all, I believe in the freedom of expression, hence the name V expression. I believe it's one of the most important rights of any human being. And expression doesn't mean that you have to be right all the time. It does not mean that you have to be politically right. It does not mean that your opinion will be accepted by everybody. Expression is, in my opinion, an opportunity for everyone and anyone to voice their opinion, no matter what it is, but without hatred or judgment or fear of you know, being right and being misunderstood and being, you know, ostracized for whatever it is you feel, whatever it is you say, or however it is you express yourself. And just to point out, it is your responsibility as a Kenyan in this country to know your human rights. I want to pose a few questions to you. Do you come through for people in your circles? If you do, then how often? And the people in your circles, do they come through for you? And when they do, how does it feel? Does it feel like it's genuine? And later when they do come through for you, do you feel like they always expect something in return? Well, generally as human beings, I think, in as much as we are taught to to give without expecting anything in return, it's almost, actually, it is natural to give and expect something in return. Uh, Giving freely comes with practice. Giving without expecting anything in return comes with practice and patience and compassion and just kindness and that is some those are some very hard virtues to learn so for me i rarely ask for help from other people and this is because i have this notion that when i ask for help then i'm indebted to somebody and i don't like being indebted to anybody especially because in my experience people have made me feel like I asked for help, even when they gave the help, you know, and at the time it sounded and felt genuine and, and, you know, it was just kind. So usually I try to do as much as I can on my own and only ask for help when I have no other thing, other option. But sometimes out of, you know, once in a while, once in a blue moon, people help me even without me expecting it. And on this particular episode, I'll talk about the women who've helped me in my life. I feel like for me, it's very rare. And for most women, I think, maybe you'll agree with me, that it's very rare for women in their lives or just generally women to come through for them. I don't know if it's a jealousy thing. Maybe to that extent, it is a jealousy thing. Or maybe it's just a human thing. Why would I care so much about what you're doing with your life if it's not benefiting me in any way? Unless I'm just a kind person and I'm practicing all of these good virtues daily. So the earliest encounter I can remember of a, of a, a woman coming through for me was my mom. Growing up, my mom and I were never close. I don't know, we just never clicked. You know, I see some of my friends so close with their mothers and I'm like, ah, what is happening? But for me, I had to work towards it. And even now, we're not buddies and best friends, but we're really, really, really okay. 
So the very first time she came through for me, it was uh, when I was joining high school. I got, I passed, had the grades to join a national school. And the first thing my dad wouldn't, wanted me to do was join Lugulu Girls. For those of you who don't know, Lugulu Girls is one of the most prestigious schools in the western region of this country. And it has really, really bright kids. But at the same time, I had an invitation to join the best girls' school in this country. The best girls' school. We are not going to. <laughs> we are not going to argue about it. AGHS farm. Yes, we are not going to argue. Oh my God! Shout out to my class for Z. You guys are the bomb, and I should have some of you on my podcast soon. Shout out, shout out. Oh my God! I love you guys. Okay, I digress. I digress. But, you know, I would have never met that group of people if I never went to that school. And I remember in high school, when people used to write down and dream about going to the best schools in this country, I didn't even think about it. I don't know, I just, just wanted to do well and go to a good school. I didn't even have a notion of what Alliance looks like or all the other great girls' schools. I did not even know. I just wanted to pass and move on to the next phase of my life. And so my dad was insisting, Lugulu, 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 and my mom said, no. She has been called to the Alliance Girls High School. She will go to that school and we will do everything we have to provide for her and make sure she gets the best education. And that day something shifted. It was as if, you know, I was not fighting my battles alone. And I started seeing my mom as a friend. The next time, the next experience I can remember about my mom coming for me was when I cleared high school. I mean, there was a transition in there when she came for me a million of times over and maybe we'll talk about it, about this in a different podcast where i'll be talking about the impact the parents have on your career and on your um co-curricular activities but today i just want to fast forward to this other experience i had when i cleared high school so you know if you've been through the kenyan system you know in form four you're supposed to choose the career that you want to do so for me for some reason i just wanted to do law maybe we Looking back, we will understand this, or maybe in a different podcast, we'll talk about, you know, careers and how we get to that point. And uh, when I was making the first choice in campus, I thought law, I, I, I chose law as my uh, first choice, but I didn't have the cutoff point, so I had to do a second choosing. And I was choosing the second time, and so my first choice was industrial chem. I really loved chem at the time. I thought mixing chemicals and coming up with more chemicals was really cool. So I really loved it. We had to choose four. So I was with my dad and what does he say? He says, we're choosing a Bachelor of Education a second. And I was taken aback because, what? I mean, not to bash people who are doing uh, education. For me, it just felt like it wasn't for me. I mean, I'm a teacher. You know, most times people tell me I, I could make a very good teacher. I just wanted something else and I was very offended because it seems as though he wanted me to just be what he is he's a teacher by profession and I thought to myself why doesn't he think so much more of me why can't he you know see what I'm seeing I want to do law I didn't get the cut of points yes but I can my second choice cannot be bachelor of education maybe something else so of course when the letter came they didn't even look at industrial camp they immediately just sent me to KU for bachelor of education and then my mom at the time was in KU. She was taking a different course. So she came back 
and when she I told her what had happened she said you are not going to be a teacher you are going to do what you like you're going to do what you want and you're going to be better than I am she's a teacher by profession as well and she talked to me about how uh, about the limits in her career about the different things she has to face in her career so yeah after that I just said it is going to be my responsibility to create this relationship with my mom because she had she had just proven to me that she was fighting for me she was not against me and that is one of the earliest things I can remember about a woman coming through for me fast forward to second year and in second year we had this internship program where you get attached to a high court somewhere and the high court of my choosing at the time was Mombasa but I ended up in Migori that's another story for another day you guys so I ended up in Migori and at the time I was the only intern there for about eight weeks I was the only intern there no one from any other school so I was interacting with people from all registries with the judge and with all the magistrates I was trying to learn as much as I could grasp as much as I could this one time some ladies called me aside I don't remember their names but I remember their faces and they told me Diana that is my other name by the way as you try to learn from this school from this uh, experience sorry be very careful who you interact with and how you interact with them you are very lively I can tell but some people construe that to be something different and it can land you in trouble if you do not watch your path at the time I was the only person that it was very easy for me to be a target I was very naive even when talking to older guys I was very very naive I was very impressionable so it was very easy for me to be led astray she was speaking as if from a point of experience something in connection with that fast forward to this year beginning of this year so at work well some of you might know if you know me or you know those kinds of people who are workaholics I would say I'm a workaholic. I'm just now trying to teach myself how to slow down because it's had some impact on my health. But I remember when I was busy, 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 I didn't like to take a break because, you know, I wanted to clear my desk. One of my colleagues told me, hey, you need to learn how to slow down. And she would say that every couple of weeks she'd be like, hey, I see how you work. I know you want to work hard and you try to make an impression in this farm and just learn as much as you can. But you need to slow down because work does not end. Tomorrow there'll be more to do. And you just need to, you know, rejuvenate. You need to breathe. And that also resonated with me. And it's something I think I will, I'm beginning to teach myself. I'm beginning to learn. If you work somewhere, guys, wherever it is you are, plan your work in such a way that you have time to go out and enjoy the sun. You have time to go out and have lunch, to have breakfast, to have whatever it is that you have for leisure. Just plan for it as well. The next one, the next one is my favorite auntie. Oh my God, Aunt Susie. Growing up, she was like a sister to me. She's a few years older than me, but we grew up together. So she was, you know, my point of reference in terms of women. I remember asking her about boobs. I remember asking her about rolling. It was so unfamiliar ground for me and... You know, back in the day, I was not so close to my mom, so I didn't ask her some of those things, so I would ask my aunt. And she'd give me advice, and she'd laugh through it, and she'd say, ah, you'll know, you'll know. But right now, now that we are older, she's one of my best support systems. 
and you know i should call her more you guys every time you have a, an epiphany about someone or you think about someone please just try to reach out because you know like my cousin laura says sometimes we pretend we don't have connections to each other but we do so when you think about someone just try and reach out text them or call them ask them how they are doing it maybe all they need you know to survive that day so i digress but let me go back recently i was having boy problems last year actually and uh, for me and i think for a lot of other people we might, we might not be many but for some people crushes are not are not just crushes we think about them we over we over analyze we over we overthink really and for me i'm one of those people when i have a crush on someone it's it's full blown i can barely recognize myself i spiral and spiral and spiral and i dig myself into a hole so i was speaking to her about it and she said take these things slowly you know i've had this a couple of times numerous times from my friends but when she said it i don't know if it's how she said it or because it was she who was saying it but the way she said it it came from such a point of concern it just felt genuine and she, months later she followed up and she asked me how are you doing how how is our boy doing you know don't force it and don't you know don't pressure him or whatever just slow down and in hindsight that was the best advice in that time because i came to learn that guy had a girlfriend and you know he was in this other thing and whatever and whatever jesus was feeling might have been you know reciprocated but it would have been at the cost of somebody else it was right of her to speak of, to speak to me in that way because see now i don't have to deal with somebody else's girlfriend pouring <laughs> chemicals on my face oh my gosh but it's a journey i'm taking a day at a time and every time i'm spiraling about any connection i think about her words you know because she's lived it oh my god the next one the next one is my friend michelle hi michelle i really hope you listen to this i really want you to listen to this and hear this i am so grateful for you and michelle was was my friend in primary school our parents know each other so i joined the primary school she was in as a boarder and i remember my very first day in school you know the first week of school the teachers don't really teach you uh, because they are busy with other things and they have meetings and the prefects have meetings so i was really asleep because we'd woken up for dawn for dawns in the morning so i was falling asleep on my desk and this bully came to me and said this new girl why are you sleeping wake up hmm? she was so rude to me and i was so scared and believe me or not i was very tiny and she was bigger than me she was older and taller and so when she came to me like that i was so afraid i thought she was going to beat me and Michelle stood up for me and she said, back off. Back off. And she said, do not touch my sister. You will not bully my sister. And to this day, I remember that day because since then, the bullying kind of stopped. It kind of reduced. I mean, later when uh, the bully realized that I was very good at studies or whatever, you know, and I was her competition, I mean, the bullying was subtle, but there was some form of respect in it. And Michelle, I am so grateful to you. Thank you so, so much. Mwah. Another person that I am so excited about this is my friend Lilo. Lilo, her name is Lilian. We have known each other for almost 10 years. We went to high school together. And we weren't really close. We weren't really close, honestly. 
but we tried to be better friends after campus so after high school after campus and she recommended me for an NGO that we work together with that's called Sauda you might have heard of it if you haven't go to my social media look for Sauda foundation on Twitter on Instagram and she recommended me she recommended me as a legal advisor as a board member and I thought I was a good addition to the team. I mean, the, 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 the NGO is comprised of my classmates in high school, but that she thought of me of all the 45 of us, you know, to be part of the team, especially since, you know, we were not very close in high school. But, you know, she studied me or whatever. What did you do, Lilo? She just observed and thought I would make a great addition to the team. I'm so very grateful for it. You guys check out Sauda support us when we need you we are we are uh, advocating for human rights rights of the marginalized like i told you before human rights are a very, very important aspect of my life do not sideline do not say that's not my problem because it hasn't reached your docket it will one day so we, we talk about children the rights of children we support kids in a school in kajiado called Enosampurpur, and some of you might have heard about it and you know we have a visit upcoming very soon and uh, we might include you in it in the process but it's been one of the most fulfilling things i have ever done with my life and lo i am so grateful for having accorded me that opportunity to be part of this amazing thing and i will not forget it oh i think this is now a very long podcast i'll have to reduce the number of people i talk about but the very last one is the support i got recently when i said i want to start this podcast and i was really scared about it like any new step, any new thing. My friends, you guys came through for me. Thank you so much to whoever, you know, sent me a message saying, go for it, we are here for you. Yes, girl, yes, yes, you'd make good arguments. Thank you so much, Faith Marion. Thank you, Mudinta, Mudinta, my love. Thank you so much for coming through for me. Check out Mutinda's stuff, Manjano Living. She's a painter, she's a very good painter. Thank you to my workmate, Jerry. Oh, my God. Jerry gave me feedback about uh, the profile for the expression. And lastly, just thank you, Laura. Laura is my cousin. She's the best. She is a OG. She is my sister. She is my mom. She is just everything that I need in a big sister. And she told me, if this thing scares you, but at the same time excites you, then this is the thing for you. And that's exactly how I felt in that moment. And I'm so grateful for her. She told me you need to look for an accountability partner. Because if you don't, then you will not be posting as you want to. You will not be accountable. And so when I posted recently and said, oh my God, I have to have a podcast that comes up on Friday. I was essentially looking for an accountability partner. Someone who would push me and that would feel the pressure. I hope you listen to my second episode and the one after that and the one after that and the one after that. Thank you for coming through for me. And I believe you will have a chance in this podcast to even come in person and talk about what you feel. I mean, you have so much more to offer. People in my inbox, people in my life, people that I know, you guys have such beautiful stories. You know, they might be similar to other people's stories, but they are your own stories. Please own them when the time is right. You will be willing, you will be willing to share with me your stories and to, th- to share Ooh, to share with you know my followers hopefully one of you all of you will be my followers in my new podcast the expression thank you so much and thank you for listening to the end mm-hmm.